0: About the faro, the billah, him in a shaitan, and Rajimi, Bismillah, Hirrahman, Rahim. Allah be the krilla, he taught me in no kulub, of Allah, who love him. Most respected,
1: brothers and elders, <coughs> brothers and sisters. Last week we had discussed in some detail the aspect of the celebrations and whatever goes on at this time of the year. And what is meant to be our response, how should we be reacting to this. So the crux of it was that what goes out on out there in the world that will unfortunately carry on is not in our control. But what is in our control is that we are not part of this in any way. And our celebration is very different. Our celebration takes us closer to Allah all the time. But to follow up on that, this deception ensnares many a person all the time that others out there seem to be having a lot of excitement, a lot of enjoyment, a lot of fun. They seem to be very happy. Due to what they are engaging in. And we seem to be deprived. It seems that we are left out. And this is the deception that takes many a person into these things to try and also be happy. The bottom line is that the thing that is sought is happiness. What is being sought is enjoyment and happiness, nothing else. So what appears to give that happiness, a person wants to get it, wants to adopt it. Whereas happiness and enjoyment is not in the thing itself. It might sound strange that we can see the happiness out there, we can see the enjoyment there. But in reality it is not there. And that is a deception what we are seeing. But just to take this from one example, to understand that happiness is not in it even though it might be something perfectly permissible halal even then the happiness is not in itself in the item itself let's take for example some food it's 100 percent halal and it's something extremely delicious something that a person really looks forward to forget when it is in front of him when he merely hears about it already the water starts coming in his mouth and he really looks forward to it now that food is in front of him that food which he looks forward to so much is in front of him but who brought it in front of him somebody who is his arch enemy he doesn't even like to look at this person's face whatever the reasons may be and that person is actually taking on lukma and putting it by his mouth Eat will that forget going down his throat, will he even take it in his mouth? And if that person tries to force it in his mouth too, he'll want to spit it out. Whereas that food is the same food, which had it been at home, it would have been a different issue. And he looks forward to it. It's something that merely hearing about it already starts making his mouth water. And suddenly all the taste is gone. What happened? So, it is the hand that is now giving it to him that has deprived him of all the taste from it. The hand that is presenting it has extracted all the taste from it because it's the hand of an enemy. And on the other hand, something very simple, simple food, which might not be something that he will be very excited about. Nothing wrong with it, not something he's very excited about. One person came home one day, so he asked what's for supper, he said chana dal, the next day he came what's for supper he said magni dal, the third day he came, there was some other dal, so he asked that in my takdir is there anywhere meat also written? So it seemed like there's only dal upon dal, so in any case, thing is it might be some very simple food. But who has brought it now? It is somebody who he has a great attachment for. Hasn't seen the person for a long time too. And somebody who is a very close person. There's a very strong bond. And now suddenly out of the blue that person is in front presenting this very simple food. And putting that Lukma in his mouth. He'll get the tastes more than the best food in that Lukma. What was the difference with only difference is the hand that fed it now. It was a hand of extreme love. So, in itself, it might have a certain effect. Allah ta'ala has placed these things <coughs> there. But the hand that gives it will either make it, make even simple food very delicious, or remove the taste out of the best food also. To understand it a little bit differently, sometimes the best food again is in front of a person. He is looking forward to it, He's sitting in his house, everything is comfortable, there is a beautiful breeze coming, He's sitting maybe in front of the best scenery. All this is there and suddenly some call comes, he receives a call, everybody is sitting around him and observing him, that he was about to take this Lukma with such relish and now after having taken this call, so he takes a call and then hears something. Then he cuts the call and the lukma gets left in his hand. He doesn't want to take it to his mouth also. And now they encourage him to eat. He's silent. He's saying nothing. But he doesn't want to eat. So he made this for you especially. You asked for it. And you waited for it for so long. He's putting the lukma down. What happened? Allah forbid. He says, my best friend, some accident happened. My best friend passed away. Whatever the case is. Now that grief that has come in his heart, now you can't encourage him any amount to eat this food. Whatever you tell him, you try to force him to eat it, you're putting poison in his mouth. He doesn't want to touch it. He looked forward to it, he sat in front of it, he took it in his hand. And he was so excited about it. One call and everything went away. What changed? So the reality of happiness is actually in the heart. Is not in the things around it. The reality was in the heart. When there was that hand of love giving it, that tugged at the heart. So that made that simple food also very delicious. When the hand of the enemy presented it, it turned the heart away. So even that very delicious food suddenly became unpalatable. He was excited and about to eat that lukma, but that one call of grief, it took everything away so what this highlights to us is that everything is in the heart the reality is in the heart and the heart is in the control of the maker of the heart the heart is in the control of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala created the heart and Allah Ta'ala is the creator of happiness also so when a person will connect this heart to Allah Ta'ala, then even in the simple things around him, that hand of love, because you'll see the hand of Allah Taala behind everything, because it's connected now. The heart is connected now. You'll see the hand of Allah Taala behind everything. Hazrat Maulana Fazle R uh, Rahman Ganj, Brunad, Abadi, is another incident about him. Inshallah, we'll discuss that. But Hazrat Shah Abdul Ghani Pulpuri rahmatullahi, the Sheikh of the Shaykh Hazrat Shah ki mohdakhta saadam Barakatuhum, he said to Hazrat once, he was eating some very, very simple food, dal roti, and he said, Hakim akhtar mujhe isme biryani ka mazara hai. And he was eating it with such relish. So Hazrat says, I looked at him that he's saying something. He said, I am conscious every moment that this my rub has given me, my most beloved rub has given this to me. Now, because of that link that deep love for Allah Ta'ala and now with that deep love this consciousness Allah Ta'ala gave it to me so just like that hand of love of that very very close friend somebody who is extremely dear to one that hand made the difference now when the heart is linked to Allah Ta'ala with a very strong bond of love now behind that lukma, also a person can see the hand of Allah Ta'ala figuratively speaking Allah Ta'ala gave this so that also changed the whole taste of it. The incident that came to mind in between, Hazrat Mawah Rahman Ganj Munad Abadi, linked to the thing that we are talking about, he, Hazrat Mawah Ashraf Ali Thamir went to visit him, and he said to him, in the process of the conversation, that when I make sajda, mujhe you lagta hai ki Allah Ta'ala ne nah mujhse piyar kar liya. When I make sajda, it I get the feeling as if Allah Ta'ala has embraced me. In other words, there's such ecstasy, such joy, such feeling in that that sajda, it is as if Allah Ta'ala has embraced me. Now where does this come from? This comes because now the heart is happy. And why the heart got happy? Because the maker of the heart made it happy. Allah Ta'ala made it happy. Because the heart is linked to Allah Ta'ala. Two weeks ago we were discussing has Aisha Siddiqa anha on this note about the heart being happy because Allah ta'ala made it happy, one advice that she gave. We meant to continue with those advices, but this topic came in between. So, nevertheless, one aspect from there, whole purpose is to take something back that is of use to us, inshallah. So, Aisha Siddiqa anha once has muawiyah wrote to her that give me some advice. Give me some advice. Al Ma Aviaran wrote to her. So she wrote back. And the advice she gave was very, very brief, very simple. But it had volumes in it. Very simple advice. The advice she gave was Man bi The first advice she gave Man Allah Bi nas. That the person who will please Allah Ta'ala, but in the process sometimes displease people. Because it happens all the time. For example, a person wants to have the nikah of his son or his daughter, make it a very simple affair, wants to do it according to sunnat. So now, already, he'll start hearing some comments. Some family members, some friends, others in the community. Somebody will say that, is there going to be a wedding in this house or a funeral in this house? Even in funerals, there's a bigger crowd, man. And somebody will make some other comment. And somebody will, you "You only want to invite 10 people. If you're running short of something, tell us, we'll come with our own food. So all kinds of comments will come. Somebody wants to dress in the correct way. So find all kinds of comments coming on that too. We perhaps discussed this last week or the previous week also. Somebody wants to dress in the way that the, a Muslim woman should dress. So somebody else will now pass on comment. You're looking like my great-granny's elder sister. <laughs> so now all these kind of comments will come. So the people will always not be happy. Some people you can make happy sometime. And others you can make happy some other time. You can't make everybody happy all the time. And when you start trying to make people happy, when that becomes the focus, then in the process you'll make everybody unhappy. Because now you try to make one person happy, the other person you saw him getting displeased. So you went to do something to make that person happy. In the process, this person got displeased. And this Chakkar will carry on. One person in India had a very lavish feast, extremely lavish feast. And those days used to carry on for 10 days in advance. Finally, the last day came. His daughter was being married off. So he did a thing in grand style. After all this was done, he thought, now I did so much, I spent so much. So I should hear also what's the outcome of all this. So when everybody started now getting ready to leave after the last day, everything was over. And everybody is now ready to leave. So he somehow sneaked away. And he went ahead and concealed himself in some place on the roadside. Where everybody has to pass by Tawir, has written this in his he has mentioned this it's in his mawais now this person is hiding there after having done all this and now the people are beginning to pass by so as they're going now one cart is going so he's overhearing the conversation that cart one person is saying to the other that he gave us as we were leaving one gold coin each such a wealthy fellow one gold coin if he gave two also, what would have gone short in his in his wealth? So wealthy, he has one gold coin only, Kher, one gold coin went past. Then the next cart or next cart, whoever people walking or somebody passed by. So now they are commenting something about the food that it was only so many varieties this person could have afforded even the double of that. Only six, seven costs, whatever it might have been now, only seven costs. This fellow could have afforded 10, 14 costs, man. But what he, nowadays people have become so such misers nowadays. The uh, next person passed. The third person, similar negative comment. Fourth person, similar negative comment. And as everybody is going, there's only negative comments that he's hearing. Eventually he realized that I lost dunya and lost akhirat, everything. Because I first did this to please people, I displeased Allah Ta'ala. And people didn't get happy also. So the person who will do something to please people, he can't please people. So the person who does something to please Allah Ta'ala, his intention and his focus is that Allah Ta'ala must get happy. And Allah Ta'ala will be happy when he does it the way Nabi Islam has taught how to, how to do it. So now in that process he displeased some people. So it's not that a person will deliberately go out to displease someone or be rude to anyone or be unkind to anyone or be uh, act in a manner that will deliberately offend somebody. In a nice way, in a humble way, he'll do what is right. And he will excuse himself if somebody is saying something else in a nice way. He will not be arrogant or proud or feel better than next, the next person. He is simply trying to do what is correct. But Aisha Rilana wrote that the one who will please Allah Ta'ala in the process displease people, Allah Ta'ala will suffice for him in terms of the people. What this means is, that it might not happen in one day or two days, but the day will come when those very same people who were passing remarks, those very same people who were trying to prevent him or trying to be obstacles in the way from doing the right thing, the people who were displeased with him, Allah Ta'ala will bring that day when Allah Ta'ala will turn their hearts with respect towards him. They will be the ones that will come and say, no, what you are doing is right they will be the ones that will come and say that please forgive me for the way I conducted myself in that time. I was in the times of jahili Asl. They will come. Allah Ta'ala will bring that day. And if that day doesn't come in that form, it will come in the form where though they may not acknowledge it, they'll see the reality with their own eyes. That yes, what that person was doing was right. And they will have to admit it whether they like it or not. So if the person just has to be patient a little bit, just a little bit patient, one person who got married not long ago, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, now there was a major issue. The major issue was that his own family wouldn't accept that his wife must observe parda from his brothers and from whoever the other males are in the house. What's what's this all about? Are you wanting to turn the whole family upside down? And what kind of comments were being made? Whereas this is a basic fundamental teaching of deen, Nabi S.A.W. says, al The brother-in-law is death. In other words, just as a person fears death, fitna must be feared in this relationship. So he was obviously in a dilemma. It's his parents, it's his own family, and now this is the position. But without making any kind of, or saying anything, or doing anything out of line, or out of turn, he maintained his silence but he kept to his principle and not his principle to the teaching of deen and people were upset and whatever happened happened for a while barely six months down the line barely six months down the line wherever he goes whichever house he goes to and alhamdulillah that whole situation turned around where everybody is observing parada from all the non-mahrams and whichever home he goes to even if they don't themselves observe this when they know he's coming, everything is all set aside. Now, and they now are regarding him with high respect. This person has really kept to his word, his principle. Now, for a while there was some turbulence, but after the turbulence, Allah Ta'ala brings a day. When they all now have accepted what he had to do and have acknowledged what he was doing was right, they have started following, many of them have started following the same. And those who, were, who are not yet probably doing it in their own accord, but they respect his way of it and they accommodate it also. Now where all this came from? Came from that little bit of patience, but doing it solely for the pleasure of Allah. Ta'ala. So Aisha Nana gave this message that Man Ardallaha bi Iskhatin Naas maunat an nas. The one who will please Allah, Ta'ala, and in the process, if it means some people got displeased. Allah Ta'ala will bring about that day when the situation will ta- change. Allah Ta'ala will suffice on that note. And وَمَنْ أَرْضَ النَّاسَ بِإِسْخَاتِ اللَّهِ The one who will please people and in the process displease Allah Ta'ala. وَكَّلَهُ اللَّهُ عَلَى الناس. Allah Ta'ala will hand him over to the people. Now who is going to please? As we said earlier, you can't please everybody all the time. Now Allah Ta'ala is displeased and people are displeased, where does he turn to? So his life becomes a misery. Now he's trying to please this person, that person got displeased. So now he's trying to please that person and this person is getting displeased. And in the process, his life is a misery. So he needs to turn his heart in one direction. And when he turns his heart in one direction, turns his heart towards Allah Ta'ala. Once he's got that direction correct, that one, then everything will add value everything will add value. Every single simple act of goodness also will add value to it. But without that one in place where his heart is directed to Allah Ta'ala, everything will be flat. To understand this with a simple example, this is actually the example Hazrat Mufti Shafi One person who was very close to him, he was in fact one of the elders of the Jamaat in Pakistan at that time. So one day he came to the Mufti Shafi and he said, I saw you in a dream. And you were giving one lesson in the dream. And you were explaining what is the difference between sunnat and bid'at in the dream. How Allah Ta'ala sometimes opens out certain things, even in this way. So He said, what I saw was that you were standing by a board and then you put One zero you ask what is this you said w- zero say so, okay if, uh, first you put a one you put a one say so, what is this is one and you put a zero next to it what it is now it's 10 another zero after it what it is now is 100 another zero what's now 1000 and each time that you put a zero obviously it multiply so the value of it was increasing by each zero you're putting zeros but the value is increasing so you explain that this One is the Tawheed and the following of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now everything that will come after it will add value to it. Because one is in place, Sunnah is in place, Tawheed is in place, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's way of life is in place. But if you take this out, then add as many zeros as you want, it's all still zero. Take the one out and nothing, everything is flat. It's as zero as anything. So that one must be in place First, So in our context, that one is, that the heart is focused to Allah Ta'ala. The heart is turned to Allah Ta'ala, and a person has got that link in place, that everything will add value. The small, small, simple things in life will give him great joy. And otherwise, he'll be looking for artificial pleasure in everything else. We started off on this note, that in this time of the year, everybody seems to be having a grand time, but it's all a deception, it's all artificial things that they are trying to extract something out of it. But the reality of pleasure can never be in these things. One couplet of Dham Barakatuhum, where he says that. Jaha jis dil mein aaye. That when Allah ta'ala comes in the heart, jaha, when that king of the both worlds, when he comes in the heart, then the person gets the enjoyment of more than this world and Jannat also. Because Jannat also is a creation. Jannat also is the creation. And the love of the creator is beyond Jannat also. So this is the thing that needs to be aspired for. So the aisha gave this advice as a second part. The one who will try to please people and in the process displease Allah Ta'ala. Wakkalahullahu ala nas. Allah Ta'ala will hand such a person over to the people. Now, the person cannot please everybody all the time. As a result, the end result is misery. Then you find a person now sometimes fighting with this person, sometimes trying to fight with that person to please that one. And just goes on in one, just going in circles. So, the lesson in the whole thing is. That pleasure, happiness, peace, tranquility, this is all in the heart. And this comes from the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. The remembrance is the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Every person who is obedient to Allah Ta'ala, he is a true Zakir. He is remembering Allah Ta'ala. And when he is remembering Allah Ta'ala, his heart is connected to Allah Ta'ala, then that pleasure Allah Ta'ala will put in his heart from simple things then small little things also he'll find that great joy in it, that happiness in it. Otherwise, we'll be going around these artificial things all the time. And artificial is artificial. Person sees that artificial fruit, no matter how nice it looks, it might make his mouth water also, but he can't get anything out of it. All he can do is look at it, and that's the end of it. But that fruit, which might not look so grand, but is real, when you bite into it, he'll get the taste of it. So, this is the thing that a person has to bring this connection Allah Ta'ala and the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala is where this peace comes now sometimes a person this doubt will come in his mind that I'm making zikr also I'm making zikr every day but I don't seem to be getting this peace so what is the meaning of this ayat now because I'm making zikr the Qur'an Shari is saying Allah so in order for the effect of something to be realized the obstacles also mustn't come in the way. The obstacles mustn't come in the way. And what are the obstacles? The obstacles are the darknesses of sin. Then when the darknesses of sin engulf the heart, then the effect of that zikr is neutralized. The effect of that zikr is then now lost. It's the tank is open now. The tank is open taum ﷺ gave that example of once he was traveling with Raul Haq and some others in a car and as they were en route, it was a very hot day and they had the air conditioner on also but the car wasn't cooling. Prophet ﷺ inquired from the driver that what's the problem, why isn't this car cooling, it's such a hot day and this car is boiling, so isn't the aircon working? So he said it's working. It's on full, full speed also. So he says, but why then he's not cooling? So then they checked up, they realized one window in the back was open. As a result of that window being open, all the cool air of that air conditioner was being lost. So the car was just as hot as ever. So the Ahlullah take a lesson from everything. They immediately seize on every lesson that they can take. So immediately, Hazrat Shabr al rahmatullah <laughs> alayhi, he said to them, ye isme se bara sabak hai. The big lesson in this was that we make ibadat, we make zikr, we make tilawat, we perform salah, other good deeds we do. So, all this has got the a condition of iman on, the a condition of taqwa on, the a condition of the coolness of the zikr on, which should be bringing that peace, that tranquility in the heart, that total itminan. But he says, What we fail to do is we fail to close our windows. We fail to close the windows of our eyes, we still keep looking at haram. We fail to close the windows of our ears, we still keep listening to haram. The window of our tongue is open, we're still talking all kinds of evil. So as a result of these windows being open, that coolness that is coming with the air condition of iman, with the air condition of zikr, the air condition of tilawat, all that coolness is getting lost. So the heart is just as hot with the heat of sins as ever. And as a result, the person doesn't get that coolness, that itminan, that tranquility, that peace is not doesn't seem to come. And he says, but I'm making my zikr regularly. So the zikr is there. But together with the zikr, the obstacles must, the windows must be closed. And the obstacles must be removed. Then we'll appreciate the coolness of this ibadah that we are making, of the zikr we're making. And then we'll understand what is the reality of this. So, this is the thing that we have to realize, we have to Keep in mind all the time that happiness is not in the things outside. Pleasure, happiness, enjoyment is not in the material things. What is halal, what Allah Ta'ala has blessed as a ni'mat, a person takes it with the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will put true happiness in that too. And what is coming with the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, a person, though that might be halal, but is trying to enjoy it in a state of disobedience, it's not going to bring any peace, it's not going to bring any happiness. What we see out there is just a deception, is just something that's a farce. Behind that screen, there's total misery. Look into the hearts of those people, ask them what's in their hearts, and they say, we got no peace. After all the fun that we seem to have, we still have to go and take a tranquilizer to sleep, they'll tell you. You can't get sleep. So this is the thing, that we have to connect our hearts to Allah, wa ta'ala, who is the creator of that heart, and the creator of the peace in that heart. Allah Tabarakwatala give us the topic. (coughs) Allah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Inshallah, this Thursday there will be a program in Sunford in Phoenix after Maghrib Salah. After Maghrib Salah in Sunford. Phoenix. and uh, next tuesday there won't be any program inshallah the program will continue the week thereafter so this thursday in sanford next tuesday there won't be any program Beside ay sharif
0: la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahnu La ilahe illallah. La illallah. La inna allah <laughs> la ilaha <laughs> illallah la ilaha <laughs> illallah la <laughs> ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu tbaraka wa taala alayhi wa sallam ho jaye mera dil likh maidan e hoon tu hi tu Ghyr se bil kun hi uth jay nazer Toh tu aay nazer dhekhu jidar Or meray tan may abogil Dherde dil ho dherde ho dherde Nafso shayta Dono mil kar Hai kiayay mujh اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد نامہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تا آخر ورد میرے La ilaha illallah 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 la illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, Sallallahu Ta'ala, Wa Ta'ala, Alayhi Wa Alaa, Alaa, Muhammad الله Rasulullah, Sallallahu Ta'ala, Alayhi Wa Alaa, Rasulullah, Wa وبارك wa تسليما كثيرا كثيرا الله الله جل جلاله Allahu الله 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 Allah, Allah, Allah aah raaj juzaasma hamdam naabood raaz raa ghayre khuda mehram naabood aah raaj juzaasma hamdam naabood raaz raa ghayre khuda mehram naabood ilaahi ibandaa ruswa makun gar badam man man peda ilahi bandara ruswa makun garbadam man sirre man pedamkun har ho gai ab to aaja ab to khulwat ho gai har tamanna dil ho gai ab to aaja ab to khulwat ho gai mita de apni hasti chor desani basti ko basti basti kan allah 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 La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah, Sallallahu Tabaraka صلى الله wa sallam. Allahumma alhamdullah wa alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma alayhi wa sallam wa sallam wa sallam wa كما أثنيت على نفسك sallam الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما wa Rabbana 'allimna anfusana and Fusana lam taghfir lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin. Rabbi ighfir wa arham wa 'af wa takaram wa tajawaz 'amma ta'lam innaka antal 'azizul akram. Rabbana tawaffana muslimin wa alhiqna bishuhada'i was-saliheen ghayra khaza'a wa la nadama wa la
1: maftunin. Ilahu al-'alamin ya Allah, O most al-'alamin. Forgive all our sins, ya yeah Allah. Ya Allah, we are indeed very sinful, ya Allah. From head to toe we are covered in sin, ya Allah. Ya Allah but whatever we are ya Allah we are your servants, ya Allah ilahul alamin we haven't bowed down to any tree ya Allah we haven't bowed down to any idol ya Allah ilahul alamin we have only bowed down to you alone ya Allah ilahul alamin whatever we are we are yours ya Allah ya Allah you forgive us ya Allah cleanse us from every sin ya Allah ilahul alamin make us like the way we were born ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah forgive the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah ya Allah, you save us from all the fitna and fasad that is around us, ya Allah. Allah save us from all the temptations, ya Allah. Ya Allah save us from getting trapped with the, the Allah traps of nafs and shaitan, ya Allah. Allah, ya Allah you save God, the entire ummah of Rasulullah, yeah. sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Keep us steadfast on iman, ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on Islam, ya Allah. Allah ya Allah. Keep us with iman, ya Allah. Take us with iman, ya Allah. Raise us on the day of qiyamah, with iman, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. All the good that has been done throughout the world, ya Allah. alamin, accept it, ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever, ya Allah. Mistakes people have made, we have made, others have made, ya Allah. You forgive it out of your grace and mercy, ya Allah. alamin, safeguard the lives, the wealth, the properties the of every believer, ya Allah. alamin, most of all, ya Allah, safeguard our iman, our amal, our akhlaq, our haya. Ilahul safeguard all the things of iman and Islam, ya Allah. alamin, ya Allah, protect the madaris, the masajid the khankahs the effort of da'wat and tabligh the work of ya allah the makatib throughout the world ya allah all the efforts of deen ya allah protect it and safeguard it ya allah make it a means of hidayah throughout the world ya allah ilahul <laughs> alamin <laughs> ya all the good that rasulullah sallallahu asked for ya allah we are also begging for all the good ya allah Ya Allah, whatever Nabi Islam, sought sort, refuge from Ya Allah, you protect us from that as well Ya Allah. Ilahul Ya Allah, all those who have passed away, fill their qabrs with nur Ya Allah, give them the highest stages in the Akhirat Ya Allah. Ilahul all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who are in any difficulties throughout the world Ya Allah, remove their hardships and difficulties Ya Allah. Ilahul ya, ya Allah, you grant us afiat in every single thing Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are present Ya Allah, you are the knower of the unseen Ya Allah, you know the needs of each person Ya Allah. Allah, out of your Khazana, ya Allah, you fulfill each one's needs, ya Allah, remove each one's difficulties and hardships, ya Allah. Allah al grant us the best of this world and the best of the year after, ya Allah. Allah al minna inna ka anta al alim Mutub alayna ya maulana inna ka anta al-tawabur raheem. Allah nas'aluka min khayrimah. Sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min shirr masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balagh wa la hawla wa la Quwwata illa billahi al al-azim. وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآلhi وصحابي المعين والحمد لله.